0: which is also a response that one acquires as a body, mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership. You know guys it's a funny thing because I wasn't planning on engaging full on in with bringing together the human and spiritual elements However, that is what we ended up doing as we also integrated personal stories that I was also not planning to share that to the extent but that I saw were serving the purposes of everything we talk about and this is where to support those of you who are in this place of feeling that you know you are more and that there are elements to the day-to-day life that you can easily explore and when I say easily it's because you also have an inclination to feel emotions not as something that needs to stay in this box that looks and feels a specific way which is where the body element has served us really really well because with the basic foundation of what I've been able to gather and then all of the other data points relating it to our subconscious and conscious and those day-to-day interactions we can really gather how that bottom up right so the fact that you do have a default network really impacts every day and how you feel and that reactiveness which is with the ego self which has that negative connotation at least for me things i've come across always except for the psychiatrist because they're technical and the psychologist or somebody who is in that modern mysticism so the esoteric realm all the spiritual elements but has also the human elements they have sociology in mind they have psychology in mind and here i started to watch at least some of the introductory um, videos to the collective summit collective trauma summit did not get access to all the days because they're only allowing it to be for free for 48 hours and then you'd have to purchase it and i don't think it's this year that that's going to happen especially since i invested in other elements the neuroscience psychology courses and a lot of basically um, body so that nervous system and brain because essentially there's a lot here that helps us to understand even with epigenetics so to have conversations about traits that are passed down that you're not having to stay stuck in stone with and what i mean by that is to realize that you actually do have a way you see character traits and that you also feel them not as owner just yet it's once you're like wait a minute i do have these lists of things that i've been told or that i've learned and i can do something different with them both the thoughts as well as the emotions and so the personal stories the spiritual elements everything has served a very good purpose and today it's, it's fascinating because when we talked yesterday i ended up sharing at a certain point the part where i've always known what i wanted to do when i grew up i want to help people so here that's my calling i had found it at eight years old and i followed through with it and i'm still following through with it and it looks quite different than what others when i have these conversations have held and what i mean by that we'll we'll get into it is that most say the average okay so the ones who are Getting or are in a job for the job. They don't define it as a calling. They don't think that they have a calling. They they think of a calling only as something maybe religious or spiritual. So they don't essentially navigate their day-to-day life with the knowledge that their heart, the ego self, is really always there. That level of fulfillment that is deep that certain people have, they have it because they followed their calling now we get to talk about this journey both of finding and following i'm going to try and navigate the two but really i want you to understand that if you think about whatever it is that is very close and dear to your heart and that you've participated in and or have involved in your day-to-day life even things that make you very upset for example because you want to fight for it okay and you guys know this that's duality you want to transcend the whole fight thing and to be able and stand with empowerment and to be a mediator so that you can actually take the steps that are required to bring forth what it is you think the world needs and it will always be about the world because if you're that upset about it if you think it needs to be fought for unless it's something completely you know yours so i don't know relationships or that one job you know that and still that's something that if it calls to you you're going to do it if you do it in a way that is healthy and by healthy i mean with harmony so you're not stressing your body out you're not stressing your mind out you're not stressing the day to day out you will have the energy to continue to persevere and you will have the mood. The energy and the mood are one and the same. So your body and your emotions, they are connected. This is why when I say you don't box emotions up and you're inclined to be empowered, I mean that you know that life is life. You also don't fit into those cliche sentences where you are going to obtusely think of it as having to go through struggle. And I do use the word obtusely because there comes a point in a person's journey where you can gather enough awareness of yourself to know that your emotions come from you the body element has made this very clear they train on how to be in compassion the parasympathetic nervous system is engaged besides the four parts of the brain that are utilized and it is not egocentric meaning you're not in compassion without the awareness that you have in yourself you're in compassion with the awareness of what you can or can't do your temporal junction is engaged not with cost-benefit analysis and your prefrontal cortex cortex is engaged knowing this is what's coming in as information and here's what actions i can take you'll be able to be in this state of 5d consciousness by the way unconditional love and neutrality because your body's in neutrality your body meaning you are paying attention to that breath to the to the voice but really it's because you're choosing not to get upset it begins with you choosing not to react and to work with your reactions this is very simple the only objection people have always shared is but this is how i am and i'm an individual who if if you had met me at my 8 10 12 you could see how how fired up i'd get and i to this day yesterday what did i tell you about the one the last traditional relationship i had that the person when they when they broke up they said well i thought you would change and i would and i was like what how, how did that even cross your mind due to the fact that every person who knows me knows that that is uh never going to happen now here's where some people when they hear that they're like but you have You're. you've been you know you're calmer now than you were eight that's not change i worked on becoming a version of myself which is to me expanded the inclination at the core if you heard the one episode within to the wild which i didn't mean to offend the guy but i literally said how stupid you have to be and that is the same thought so here that's the shadow side as the psychiatrist would say it. any person who throws their life away i will not tell them that but in my mind i will identify exactly where it is that the universe life god source gave them the opportunity to take their life into their own hands and every time that, that it's like the, the one joke the boat the helicopter the other guy and the guy dies because he doesn't want help from the humans he wants god to come down from heaven and help him and when he gets to heaven god says i did send you help i came you chose not to take my help life is very simple there's a way people decide to stay in their in their place of suffering and getting by it is supported by duality however this is where it's supported by something a system that did exist a system of thought a system of interaction and so here this collective trauma summit the guy made a very beautiful introductory speech and he used this comparison where he said we have certain systematic thought processes and, and and ways that the um collective will address issues and it, and he called it like frozen it's like frozen energy and i really loved it it was him trying to express that these outdated forms even language the way we speak to each other the way we speak the way we analyze our systems governments the way we think of the future there are a lot of areas where there is this duality in fact and it isn't about the duality because duality will continue to exist however it is from neutrality in that 5d space that you're able to actually grow from it versus staying in this stagnant frozen energy which becomes outdated for your consciousness people that are adults and they are still their teenage self and you know i was thinking about this the other day they always say how the older people become children because they become demanding and at the end of the day the reality is the ego never matures the self never matures they stay in the storyline and of course they get more egotistical because while an infant can't stand up to the adult and actually is inclined to listen because there's an age that they have therefore they're being one they don't know anything about life anyways they're helpless so remember yesterday we talked about the prefrontal cortex has the adult i think no the wounded child no i forget the wounded child i believe then the middle was where he said we have the adaptive child no the prefrontal cortex should be adult and we have the adaptive child and then another but now i'm not remembering anymore how the psychiatrist was organizing when we have a shadow side so he said the adaptive self is the shadow side so it's in the center is where he was pointing at of the brain and he was saying once you're an adult if it's not working too well anymore with society usually you'll you'll get sent to get help because obviously you're not contributing and or having healthy relationships your life is kind of a mess for those who can understand and relate meaning you know people maybe or maybe you have had moments of ups and downs and you found wait a minute there's this part of me that is judging this and so not a mess that it's up up and down in that sense mess meaning there's a lot of energy chaotic energy around something and and you're trying to center yourself so the part about the adaptive child is where you learn to defend yourself in a certain way but as a child you're not mature enough to to analytically understand you're not using that prefrontal cortex yet. in fact it's from zero to two years of age that your emotional brain hemisphere develops first and then it's three years on your rational brain hemisphere but you have a default network by the 10 month, 12 month self that you begin utilizing and engaging with other children by seven years old if you're attended to emotionally then you know what it means to have compassion towards yourself because your parasympathetic nervous system was kicked in as you got held and as you got maybe yelled but then told i'm yelling for your for your best interest so this the unconditional loving parent is the one who helps an individual to regulate so your sense of self when it's regulated with secure attachment means you know you're worthy and here and so is another now there's this thing called cognitive dissonance identity and the emotions and here's where you looked outside of your nervous system's main responses the first society engagement flight fight freeze pause as an infant by six months old you know you need a caregiver that's when the attachment theory says you begin to know you need to survive and you will attach to whatever figure tends to you this doesn't have to be a parent it's who tends to you and they will be the one who support your regulation or not so if you're not regulated this means you're very reactive this means your ego you get angry easily or upset easily and maybe it's not easily so back to the whole calling part one of the places you will always be able to identify that it is very important to you so this is why it helps you to understand yourself is wherever it is that you feel strongly a calling doesn't have to mean even though the definition is you pursuing something doesn't have to mean you're pursuing anything necessarily i'm going to read to you the definition of calling so that you can know it well i looked at merriam-webster dictionary it's a noun 1a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence To the vocation or profession in which one customarily engages. And so here, it's both your calling, as in the job that you pursue, as well as an inner feeling of commitment because the conviction of divine um, influence obviously connects you to the ethereal realm, the astral realm, the spiritual realm, the invisible realm. And really, if you go to your heart that's your invisible realm Uh, when i use calling in a sentence this is from the inner growth word of the day when you follow and tune into your heart you always pursue your calling even in the absence of active awareness of it every person has some things that call to them it can be standing up for baby brother or sister or older brother or sister it can be family dynamics it can be a specific topic related to mental health or to our societal issues with minorities and how we're not treating each other well it could be the environment and that's where the more you are emotionally reactive the more you can pursue growth if you choose to not stay in the ego self with immature in ego self because those emotions are what a child will have used when they don't understand why they can't do something they will be regulated and there there's never that moment until you start getting older that you can start choosing so using me as that example as i was saying i'm very much a person who is passionate about everything anything that i experience and or choose to engage in is part of my the depths of me my calling is one to help humanity that's, that's that's the calling and that's what i pursued and that's where to this day when you guys hear me getting passionate you all regularly tuning in know this it's about the person being able to know it's okay to be you to the depths of you though with the vices and virtues not being yourself with the facade of the labels that you've been given that's very easy for somebody to say but of course i am i'm myself and that's in fact one of the initial reactions for certain people will be well duh who else am i supposed to be but here's the part those who know that there's a deeper layer understand that there is something more to this be yourself and and here's why the body element allows us to talk about self and ego and give you the support of how when you bring together the mind and heart and you're only going to allow your mind to find harmony with the heart if you're able to feel safe enough to contemplate what is happening when people have told me that i overthink things i've always said i'm not stressed by this thought i don't know why you're calling it overthinking i'm actually elaborating a lot of amazing things to this day when i hear this word particularly the tarot there's one of the cards that talks about nightmares and overthinking and every time that comes out i'm like you know it's not the only this is not the only way the mind works there are people who do enjoy utilizing their thinking brain the only reason people don't enjoy is because they're not paying attention that the emotions that are coming forth have something more to say and the reality is they're not tending to the ego self they are immediately in fact speaking with those emotions thinking that they're set in stone because they're really not aware that they don't have to be why because of those lovely cliche sentences those storylines what do you begin saying as you begin interacting with people what do you begin seeing what happens when you're disappointed at two or 10 months or three or four five at 10 11 what what feeling takes place and do you have the maturity the thought process the knowledge to be able and say wait a minute let me contemplate these feelings let me sit with my own love of self or do you get into that place of either embarrassment or shame or uh, the inner critic or the critic of the outside because we have the two sides you have the person who goes the one up and you got the person who goes the one down with self-esteem zero is where we all want to be that's the empowered person the empowered self-ego knows they are worthy the secure attachment but it is also about knowing when you're reactive when any emotion that is not in flow comes up that's the opportunity for you to one pursue your growth to get to know something about yourself and to mature the self-ego by saying it is okay this comes from something that obviously is important one and or that we're not getting from the external so it's still important to your emotional body to your inner world to the ego self which is how the world revolves around you even though you coexist the minute you can know that it revolves around you not because you're one up or one down it revolves around you because you're the one whose heart and mind is actively participant and the body already so your your programming and habit which is in the delta brain waves is your autonomous nervous system and the minute you know that breathing regulates it which is for any new listeners now when you rhythmically breathe when you're breathing in you're activating your sympathetic nervous system when you're breathing out you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system when you begin to get emotional so as soon as cognitive dissonance is happening which is a reaction to any new information that is contrary to what you know and here it can be your idea of family dynamics again and and some people they will get very critical and upset about you know somebody being invasive as a family dynamic because they see that as wrong and they get passionate and angry and they're starting to judge another and they'll use an example of what they would do or not do and why their family dynamic is better the reactiveness is unnecessary And people will label that, but it's only natural for people to get angry. Right here is where when the collective trauma guy is speaking about outdated systems and modules and way of speaking, this is an outdated mode. It's frozen in time, it's frozen energy, it's not expanded consciousness, it's an idea that you need to express yourself in an angry and that that way, because that's the only way you're gonna show that you have an opinion. That's the way that the ego self as a child was was showing they had an opinion because they didn't have the emotional maturity to recognize that they didn't need to, but really it's not even about the emotional maturity. What's happening to the body? The ego self, the first knows are trauma. The first time you're negated food also is trauma. Those are very distinctive if you ask me. The, The negated food, it's where your body knows you're going to be able to live or die with food okay there's that infinite knowledge that the body already has the body will help you survive the worst case circumstances this is why there is no human who is pure evil if anything those who are considered that have disorganized attachment their sense of self is fragmented they were not ever given the parasympathetic nervous system feeling a soothe state they were in a very unhealthy and unloving household even if it isn't abusive there's very much cold and that i mean by that left unattended to cry for days on end for example there's a whole self soothe technique that is beyond me that it still is being practiced i have a story with that one of a friend of a friend who did do that with all their children they got like four or five of them and the latest one basically they found them one day that they had thrown up and not cried out for help they'd slept within their own vomit because they were taught obviously that you need to cry yourself to sleep i'm not going to come get you in the middle of the night take care of it yourself the part that is unclear because the same psychologist and or whoever scientific body decided to start sharing here a self-soothe technique do this with your child completely ignored the fact that the emotional body would shut down and in fact there are those same practitioners that don't believe in the attachment theory so we have as always egos and what are those egos doing they're doing the cognitive dissonance stance even though they're all subject matter experts and you'd think that they'd be open to information but they're argumentative with each other why because their theories and their researches have everything to do with their calling now there's a very big difference once you're in this 5d self-empowered person you know you're calling you know what you stand for you recognize you're not the only ego self around this is why you're in 5d and it's why you're an empowered ego and not an egotistical ego one up or one down subject matter experts will tend to be in a one-up unless they are in the 5d and therefore in the awareness no one's more special than another we are all humans we all have an ego we all have a way that we think of things and we will justify always what we're choosing because that is this is the part that always gets me you're always seeing through your own lens when i come here and share with you guys topics you know this i'm coming to provide the keys to your inner growth and you fall in your heart i have to use tangible examples in order for a person to realize on their own certain things and really it's because i know that as you're listening to me you're already engaging in what your life is like because that's how the ego works that's how the self works you're not relating to me in the absence of you you're relating to me in the presence of you and so i support the expansion the minute you are listening because i'm saying yeah this is a way that the brain works this is a way that you can feel and here are different options you can stay in the duality and say you know what no i believe that getting angry and standing up this way is the only way and i'm also sharing that it's not the only way the reality is when you're getting angry your nervous system is reacting with societal engagement the first nervous system's response and you're in fact going to your default network and to those human elements and the unknown of life elements to your pieces of information which involve culture heritage family your own family dynamic your own truths that you've started deciding as you're growing up with the movies and the sentences and the friends and, and it's a very standard way if you if you achieve visibility with neutrality you end up realizing the continuous loop people are on in in many arenas and the reality is there's only one word i can use to describe it and it is that limited not the higher infinite human potential your limited human potential it will go higher you will continue to be you so back to the i was using the older people get stubborn because when i look and and see all of my intimate relationships and i love all of them and i remember from when i was a child to growing up so family and friends that i've known my entire lifetime they are their core and they've either become a much more rigid version of themselves and therefore they will get angry and stubborn and say how right they are and really it's just about the person being able to sit th- and and claim with with maturity simply because now they're in the age group where they can and they've had that many years of experience to relive which by the way the psychiatrists tell us our default network is what you continue reliving because this is a storyline you'll continue to clink and link to when you realize that your life is made from your own mind and that the heart also is accompanying it and the body is now those two though the emotions and the body the heart and what you're experiencing are the default network your autonomous nervous system and then remember the belief system which is in the theta brain waves that we have until the age of seven until the age of six or seven you have magical thinking that's when you stop instead basically you realize what is pretend so you stop believing in a way that is disconnected from reality by seven years old you start recognizing if somebody's pretending to eat something or pretending to hurt you you know what pretend means you know what play means before that you don't by the age of eight we stop accumulating trauma so what i was also getting at before with the nose is that the ego self will accept that no and either you will become the way your parent has taught you or you will be the opposite because the ego already exists and it existing means it's having its own imprinting but i am now the body is going to have memorized how it defended you which is why you get emotional and emotional doesn't mean crying necessarily it means you get all worked up that is beautiful when you start to say oh so this is very important to me oh so that's very important to me so this and you begin to understand and find out more about yourself people tend to instead look outside point those fingers and that's where you stay essentially distracted to the fullness of what you could experience and the experience is a choice of course by the person who realizes that this means you do get to know yourself better you get to know what things you are very strongly connected to and that's the first step right then you get to start deciding if you do feel that you want to navigate those descending feelings from neutrality and to move your way up into the ultimate consciousness and so to go from an infant child teenager the person who definitely you know it matters everything that you feel matters but that you can work with the feelings that allow you to be in the open and expanded version of you without the rigidity because the rigidity really doesn't serve you it's not about the outside world it's that every day this is how you experience life When i shared with my mother how we can be in compassion physiologically she told me well what if people don't want to be in compassion and this was very interesting because to me i i'd be like okay so you actually don't want to put your body at ease like you don't want your body to feel comfort and to be able and live longer we we all know i mean those who have watched the ted talk the one executive coach who talks about the rhythmic breathing and how it supports executives to function under pressure he uses the term you hack your physiology you're not hacking anything you're actually learning how your physiology works this is why those words using words to describe how your body works without taking ownership is the i get it but it misses the mark on allowing a person to know hey your body has a way it defended you and that's why the bottom up is what you want to remember and then the up down and your up down came as a consequence of what you were being told you were and or are but really you were already incorporating that information in your own way now you can say that you have a default network And this is where some people say therefore you don't have free will therefore you're not really your own person and then with epigenetics knowing that we have genes that pass down and here's again this is a fixed way of thinking of a piece of information that instead just opened the doors for you to understand yourself the difference with an inclined empowered person is that when they get information they're not taking it in to be told what to do they're taking it in to do with it what makes them where they want to go or what they want to be and while those who are in a space of judging humanity as evil will come and say but if everybody did that then the world would be in this horrible cataclysmic place this is so far from the truth it's not even funny it's the medieval times with those books and the wars and a lot of other things that are looked at and then all of humanity must be this if this is what exists this is exactly what is transforming as we see those consciousness leaders speak up with the body element and therefore the modern mysticism and the psychology psychiatry and the different systems so in this collective trauma summit one of the people talks about the justice system and trauma then there was another that's talking about um what was it it was the polyvagal theory with another person but you see the blend of subject matter experts who are aware that we have a trauma that exists from a long time ago and this isn't good or bad trauma is the karmic energy trauma is the emotions that were not helped to be processed by the ego self as an infant and by the caregivers but it's not a good or bad you keeping it in a good or bad is what then keeps you frozen and locked in time because you're actually not evaluating that energy which is the emotions and saying wait the ego self okay i was upset i was offended whatever it is that is a part of this conversation for you in that moment and allowing yourself to move into a different space that different space is only going to happen if you are in your neutrality neutrality is where flow begins with the state of consciousness we've read that graph more than once and it vibes at i think it was 250 or something like that we got enlightenment at 700 which is the ultimate consciousness you can achieve this right now if you disengage from fueling the fire when the upset comes when the upset comes it's a indication of how important this is so here let me use my calling to help people as this example because it is something that had a very clear word and it had a very clear feeling and it is connected with you know jesus and god not in the way of wanting to join the church and do it that way even though i was presented at a certain point by my mother uh why didn't you just go and become a nun this was after my master's because i was having a challenge in finding the job that i wanted to help humanity because it was really me realizing that it wouldn't be the un and this is where my mom was like well why'd you go to school you spent you know all this money and I said because I want to help people and that's when she said well why didn't you become a nun I said I want to become a nun and that's not how I'm going to help people (laughs) so the feeling is one that always brought me to look at why do people do what they do and therefore the social sciences tells us why people do what they do anthropology psychology sociology existentialism and then i'm sure there's even from obviously when we look at neuroscience and the epigenetics and we connect it to the psyche to the self to the ego that's when we begin to have a bigger picture anatomy alone not so much but when we add also more what is the more even for massage therapists like my massage therapist friend they learn about muscles and storing emotions i told you about the one article i got sent by my friend and it said you know watch out when you're massaging someone they could have uh, a relive a traumatic experience there can be an emotional release and i'll never forget when i was going to my osteopath for my scoliosis he did this movement on my um the lower part of my back it's near the tailbone and i don't know why but i literally like was almost um there was a release of some sort uh even though i'm assuming it's the pressure but it was it was almost suffocating like my heart just it was scary and and hurt it hurt even though it wasn't physical it was emotional and and so that was very fascinating obviously i asked him never to do that again and here's where the ego of the doctor came and what it was was instead of comforting me he said not really so i'm gonna do it every time you come because this was a person and is a person actually who is um how can i put it they they think that they know what they're doing which is true and anybody who will challenge them that is their way they reacted with their ego and because they have a title and because they are the doctor they feel they can now I continued going because with this doctor, I had results. So I wasn't about to stop seeing them just because they had an attitude problem. I knew why they reacted. I understood it. I didn't get offended. I simply didn't want the pain. And so I did go reluctantly. I was very scared that he would do that again, but he didn't. And this is where I realized okay, he was just being reactive in that moment, you know, and I didn't think twice about this event because i didn't have all of the information about our emotions and how they're stored until recently so it's even with you it's with you guys that i'm actually thinking about that moment and saying wow so something got released from my body that was stored when you can remember that the body keeps the count keeps the score like dr bezel van der kolk's book that's where we learned about the nervous system being in in defense mode the three main responses the emotional, rational brain hemispheres' development, and how, humanly speaking, our rational brain hemisphere is the youngest part of the brain. So we know from that gut documentary on Amazon or Netflix, the second brain, that our gut is really our first brain. When you remember all of these elements, and or even just the fact that your body is an organism that lives and it is sensorial, you have primary and secondary consciousness and so your reactions exist because there was always you interacting and there still is you interacting as long as you live you're interacting your emotions you do not have to be subject to them there is however a level of willingness that you must have to disengage from the habit so your autonomous nervous system learned by 10 12 months how it was going to defend you which is why then by seven years old you begin interacting with children in a certain way and society begins to label you and you begin already having those labels from the household anyways so your inner critic may be on depends if you're one up one down or in zero if you have a parent who actually teaches you to coexist these are all personal aspects right so for me i did have a parent who kept telling me to back off on being bossy with my twin sister to speak more kindly and not be aggressive uh to be less like structured because i was just annoying an annoying child uh and things of that nature and i'm very thankful because obviously that input helped me to achieve that balance of coexistence didn't change who i was and hasn't changed who i am so back to the part of changing there are those who think that you need to change or that you do change when we talk about the ego self it's your core it's your heart it is a very specific and personal thing only you will be the one who can tell me and anybody else who you are with this knowledge now it isn't about you being more special or less special but it is about you embracing your uniqueness which is something amazing and so anytime somebody tells me because there are those who say we're all human we're all average we're all mediocre and here yeah we're all in that average but guess what we also all have a unique spark and it's your heart and it's the way that your environment within your own body organized things from the minute you began engaging to help you to defend yourself then as you got to become more of a adult at a certain point you began leading life with a specific imprint if you didn't work on those emotions because you are one of the individuals who thinks of emotions in boxes then you're in a specific space with that and when it comes to anger desire courage you keep them in a space or essentially you haven't processed them with the neutrality and above and what that means is to look to transform that and to move into so the advanced place of the inner growth program is impartiality this is when you're finally in a place of having dealt with those inner child wounds so where the ego felt it was told this is not a good thing so the shadow side we all have shadow sides the difference for those who have a trauma-based shadow side versus a just shadow side the way the psychiatrists explain it is always connected to emotional response the shadow side of all of us is those are those things where we feel embarrassed and or ashamed of it's something that has everything to do with society and you being taught it was right or wrong i gave you that example of poop some people still think of poop oh that's disgusting even as adults they will have a way to talk about it that is essentially a shame feeling in uh, regards to something that is a natural Thing of the body. If we didn't do poop or pee, we'd have that in our bodies. Like, there's no need for that specific feeling with that specific element. And people may think of it as silly and they don't actually look to transform that relationship. Now, somebody who has IBS and now I'm finally in a good spot with it i remember when i finally gained a good relationship meaning i wasn't getting anxiety or panicky because i had to go to the bathroom and i still never forget it because there was a sense of ease and it was like wow i'm actually almost back to what is really supposed to be our nature the bodily function should not be felt of as something shameful or disgusting and, and it's not to go and flaunt it out and do you know and be no that's not the point which is where that's the other extreme i'll never forget when i started going to high school and kids were burping in class and i'm like that's disgusting why are you burping out loud like that you get taught how to apologize and you get taught certain things of etiquette now obviously that's a natural um, bodily response too and okay let's put it into context if you are eating and it's a burp because it's a natural way of your body to eliminate gas i get it but these kids were not doing it out of that way they were binge drinking whatever it was coke i don't remember we weren't adults so they weren't drinking alcohol even though once we got to that there are still people who will do that so they're doing something It wasn't even out of spite it it is a way that society began rebelling with particularly burping so i'd see people talk about going to the bathroom and oh somebody went to the bathroom number two you know not being able to even use the word poop and that's disgusting but burping like hell everywhere what what are you doing what what are we doing here oh i'm sorry this is bad and that that's good Hmm. both and in the same for a person who achieves a specific space of neutrality you're going to stay in the absence of judgment however the contradiction is quite clear as is the fact that coexistence doesn't mean you disregard other people so the stagnant way of the collective is judgment it is not that we will be in the absence of societal norms and universally accepted concepts what will transform and is already present is the awareness that emotions matter when you are engaging with each other and that emotions also matter because when you're reacting to something that emotion is telling you about yourself and so the calling again it can be in regards to your future your job your person your person meaning you things that you bring forth things that you don't so somebody can say this is what i want to be as a person okay now the calling is going to be something that doesn't leave you it's always with you this is why it's a calling It's a very strong feeling about something or a strong feeling that leads you always to where you're going for me helping people i allowed the calling to be what stayed indifferently from what others kept telling me and i in fact never set down what the helping people would be like i allowed myself to know okay obviously when i realized the un wasn't going to be it it wasn't going to be it and when my mother presented me the nun thing i'm like no that's not it either and i began engaging in online marketing and as an online marketing consultant i began doing other things like opening the blog because i began writing a book and i'm like okay well this is what i want to do then so that i can get at a certain point the visibility and all of that stuff plus my online marketing course and the clients that i help with their online marketing which is amazing and i knew that that was a way that i was helping people but my heart also knew that wasn't the calling what is my calling is inspiring human potential and essentially once i had enough product and we can use that term so i built the online courses the beginners intermediate and advanced level i began curating the blog content with the inner growth mindset lifestyle and journey that's when when the courses were done i realized wait a minute this is my calling to help people to be themselves to help people to grow and follow their heart that's what the eight-year-old self me said i want to help people this is where it always was Now, if you ask others that are participant in your life, they will have a very different way, right, of telling you where you're at, and they will use that word change. That's up to you to see if you feel you've changed or not. Again, the core of you, the essence of you, doesn't change. You will see it follow you. You will see by feeling because you're now aware of it. When people are thinking with the external in mind, they're not really understanding themselves from within and they're not finding or following a calling and i have a tangible example for this a a friend a person that i know the first time i met them and i've told you this story before because i'll never forget and i usually don't forget these moments because they're an indication of these repeat patterns that i've always been able to pick up on the minute i began engaging as a teenager teenager because as a child you know you engage in a playful manner teenager you begin building your own relationships in fact teenager is when you stop looking to your parents and you look to your peers and you find ways to relate to your peers this is a natural progression Progression. so that's why it's important to remember your age group and that you were not mature until you became an actual adult and that's when you begin to do personal development if you want because that's when you begin to see wait a minute things aren't in this black or white in these twos it's funny because i still get told that i do things in twos by my family members and that is essentially true in the way that i am able to perform work-wise and when i say that what i mean is i need things to be organized and i need them focused because that's how all my energy can stay on track there's a way that my brain learns and a way that my brain engages and here people That are not aware of this in fact they're not as productive they talk about either feeling drained or tired they're not paying attention to their body it's a very simple thing to pay attention to your body if you're drained there's something you're doing that's making you tired if you are being worried that's what it is so this is where if you have a relationship with your inner world and then you don't label those feelings but you find out okay so today i did this this and this I'm gonna try sleeping eight hours and then I'm gonna try and do this, this, and this. But your mindset is also important. When I began online marketing, I will never forget the year that I had more clients than I would have ever wanted after I found out that, okay, this is not how it's gonna go down. This is how many number of online marketing clients that I'm gonna have, and that's it. Because otherwise, my effectiveness and productivity levels will start going down the drain and I will end up having a nervous breakdown at one point or another. It was very clear immediately because my brain was giving me the inputs. People ignore very simple inputs and that's why people find themselves at a certain point in a certain space. You look at studies, they will tell your body can keep functioning because your body's going to help you survive all because a body is an infinite knowledgeable organism and therefore it's always doing its best to make sure that you can keep functioning and if you ignore inputs it's so it's like when the child is left to self-soothe their emotional body shuts down they're numb to feelings and this is where they are not empathic necessarily they can learn empathy every person can learn empathy we have mirror neurons in our brain which means we can relate to others we see each other now if you don't see yourself in others which is what can tend to happen for those who have a shame cycle like my ambivalent attachment friend person they use a very specific word number of times they feel invisible to others and when they're talking they feel not heard and this is something that i've heard from other people as well who aren't ambivalent attachment but they're avoidant attachment and it's because they've taken those hurts they've taken their own callings in different ways and forms and cling to the suffering and label the external therefore the world is this big bad place because i see it well you see it i don't see it so what yours exists but mine doesn't the refusal to realize that we taint our picture is one that keeps people locked up in their own their own reality but it is not the one truth and the reality is this feeling that is accompanying it besides the sentences and the the storyline that they keep speaking over and over and over again with the ego self in a helpless state that is it's being ignored because the body's being ignored and what i mean by that is the emotion is not getting tended to the person's pointing a finger finger and wanting the emotion to be tended to by the external the same way the child does the child doesn't know it can survive this is also why the shame cycle and things trauma-based shadow side has a very strong emotional reaction that strong emotional reaction is your nervous system defending you the ego self-protecting itself remember that an infant by 14 months you know that you are so you know egocentrism you know what you want by 18 months you know what another wants your first nervous system's response is societal engagement it means you're inclined to give to another what they want the studies have shown this even the ones that i've talked to about the video of the one child that is shown how an adult will get angry at a noise of a game that the other adult is playing and when they try to get the child to play the child totally does not touch the cup does not do any they don't even move they don't flinch they simply look over at the angry the lady who got angry and they're like just frozen i'm not gonna piss them off i don't want to piss them off we know this and people don't think of themselves as ever being that well you were that we all were that and then there's a lot of different areas that maybe you know a tired parent may have yelled at us and it got stored in a specific way it's not silly it's actually amazing if you can pay attention to you because that's what's going to get you to say okay this is what i can do or this is what i want to do in this case so you begin testing what works for you and what doesn't and that's how you end up finding your happy medium your happy medium is you allowing yourself to be in neutrality and work with those emotions now the part about wanting the support from the external this is where you get to choose again if you're going to unconditionally love those who are around you which means accepting them and this gives you the benefit of moving always more and more into the empowered self ego space because it is the loved ones who are the primary individuals who have brought the it's not okay necessarily right or the maybe i should do this or that the doubts and and it isn't because they're trying to get you to doubt yourself it's because they are their own person now obviously not all household environments are healthy and emotionally loving we know this and so the trauma-based reaction again to the shadow side is one where you would defend your position let me use that doctor for as an example they loved um they love their patients they love helping people they're very confident and they're very cocky they're probably grandiose uh, is the term that the psychologist would use i don't know about their family but i'm sure that they chose to get this title to ensure that they'd have a specific status in society and that they would meet expectations that were demanded of them And using the other tangible experience that i forgot to keep going with the friend that i met the first time i met them they were finishing their law degree and i asked them i said why did you want to become a lawyer why do you want to become a lawyer which is what i wanted to do at 18 if those tuning in remember that was how i was going to help people um they said to me because i like the image of me in a in a dress in a specific you know the outfit and the suitcase so they had an image of what they look would look like they chose this law degree for the status and in fact the same person eventually was trying to get into the bank so for the same reasons status and eventually they're now being in the place that is their calling (laughs) a teacher they have a very good relationship children and them they really do well there's a beautiful um, way that they have with children and to this day they haven't really called it their calling they haven't went within to understand their journey they automatically are doing their journey and so this is where we don't have to be conscious of who we are to be ourselves we always are ourselves and as i was presenting with the older people this is also why people get stubborn in their ways because they're not taking those emotions that are in a place of reactiveness and tending to the ego self so you can't expect yourself to get to know the depths of you, to disengage from the default network of your autonomous nervous system, of your um, the theta brainwave, so your beliefs and of the way you're analytically and then also on consciousness thinking. Don't expect to get to your subconscious and conscious if you're not tending to it. Therapy, as dr bezel Vanderkolk Kolk mentions i read this to you i'm gonna read it to you again because it was beautiful when he said this and after i'll finish the calling i need to finish the word of the day um i took screenshots one second here we go therapy is about making it safe for people to know what they f- know and to feel what they feel usually it's not positive pieces and he's saying therapy is where as long as you're not judgmental that's when a person will confide in you that's when they will feel they can tell you what they consider these dark things and again everyone has a shadow side because there's plenty of stuff that as you're growing up felt embarrassing shameful or horrific horrifying now the difference again trauma-based is where they have an emotional response because it was deadly the reaction of the parent was excessive or there was a a lack of regulation the removal attachment friend got sick a lot their family is a healthy family household there are three out of four or five people they got sick a lot and were in their room a lot alone and they probably you know would cry out every now and then and fuss about it and maybe that once or twice they were told they were being selfish and then maybe once or twice they were told i'm sorry it's okay i'm here and therefore their regulation was not a constant this is why it's ambivalent attachment they in fact repeat the same scenario when they get lonely with their friends me included which is why we are no longer on a day-to-day basis and or just in-depth conversation because the minute they are feeling the lack is the minute they go into these extremes and they're not in zero they're either one up or one down this is the way they do they're you know you're not paying attention to me it must be because i'm bad but no wait a minute it's not because i'm bad you're the bad one you're the bad friend they're not able to stand their ground and just accept that there are differences for example and to be in a place of unconditional love with themselves with world with all in fact this is the other part they consistently are looking for stimuli so the other element and aspect of not having a relationship with the self the ego with the body view in this way that we're learning is that you don't understand you're not How can I put it? People will not realize that it's not the outside world that makes your life tick, it's your inner world. And if you get to master it, but really it's about getting to know it, then you start mastering it because you start choosing to test things out to see where your energy, your emotions feel at their best. But it is always with the commitment of your mind to navigate that space in neutrality the people that don't do this they are growing as always but they're not processing the hurt the trauma they're not actually tapped into their autonomous nervous system the belief system because you're not allowing your mind to know there is no threat because you're automatically thinking of something as good or bad if you're in a duality in that case this is not about organization so what is trying to for example tell others when they call me out for being unreasonable i always say i'm not being i get frustrated because there's a specific way that i work with things and some would say well why don't you do otherwise guess what i'm an entrepreneur i choose my clients they choose me and everything else i choose how to work on it so the point is we all make choices of what is in our life for specific reasons mine is this is how i'm effective and i don't need to do something differently just because that person gets stressed and doesn't like the way i do things because the reality is guys when people come at you and tell you to do something differently it's because they don't do it that way and while others will disregard I see this is where my calling comes out very clearly be yourself be yourself from the heart of you understand that you have vices and virtues like every other person every other person and guess what they all have egos too and their world revolves around them and the minute you come to me and tell me you don't like something you're not giving me an actual tangible reason why meaning this this act of me organizing the way i do has nothing no impact on your life whatsoever except for the interaction the moment i need to interact to you and ask for you of something that is your way of doing it is different than mine we have a clash why do i need to stand down why should you stand down neither needs to stand down but essentially we have right now something that we must deal with and when it comes to work i am very much devoted to being effective to the best of me and the other way is not how i am effective which is why i'm not gonna back off because that's how important it is i don't have to argue about it and usually i don't because the clients that i choose resonate we are organized in fact in the same manner now this isn't what takes place with the family which i also work with and those are particularly family and close friends the ones that give me the hardest time because of their refusal to work with me and their assuming and labeling and coming at me with their idea and opinion on what and how to do something and right here is where again when you are zero you don't back off and i don't back off so we we don't really come to any different exchange fyi they don't do what i need to be more effective i'm not able to do what they and and we just wing it which is also beautiful that's another beautiful part of life is winging it when you have neutrality in that emotional bank you're winging it without any animosity and what this means is you don't feel guilty or not guilty or bad or not bad this is a dynamic that is repetitive because these are the people that i'm dealing with this is how they are this is how i am and we all exist and that's that others who are still inclined with their societal engagement first nervous system's response may feel different and there's a one up or one down and here i share with you get to zero because essentially you're not right and they're not right you're not wrong and they're not wrong both of you are coming at it from the ego self and from a way that works for you or them so here the ability to help society as a whole to realize for example with this collective trauma summit what i'm seeing they're helping to distribute something beautiful It is the mediumship that we've been discussing that you gain as you become an empowered self ego thanks to your ego self maturing and that you're tending to your every need versus reacting. And that is the minute that your brain is effectively working with your rational and emotional brain hemisphere. You're you are lucidly clearly thinking because you're not subject to the emotional reaction. All people trauma or not trauma can gain a healthy sense of self and then achieve whatever desire they wish to bring forth but it requires the willingness to work with those moments of upset not because you don't need to get upset we're not labeling those emotions as negative or bad we're learning to go with inner growth and your heart staying with your body in neutral in your ultimate consciousness and really just staying in enlightenment kind of thing and allowing yourself to bring the parasympathetic nervous system so you're physiologically in compassion okay and you're evaluating with transcendent function all the stuff that's going on so the one individual who's basically doing their calling has never they don't call it their calling they haven't even defined that journey as something they've chosen they feel completely out of having chosen that journey it happened when you realize instead that your core is always with you and when you realize that the external is what guides you at first that's the difference now this person how can i put it they began realizing definitely that things are not in twos so they're less judgmental now and as time goes by they become less and less judgmental they still have those societal cultural stigmas and stereotypes present so they're still utilizing them these cold and old ways of of thinking but they're not the only ones there's still a lot of individuals that are actually in the patterns that are not serving ultimate consciousness enlightenment and the expansion of every person however this is where we need to remember life cycles societal culture has cycles. Uh we as a planet, the planet itself has a cycle. When change is happening, that is where we see the dismantling of the old and then bringing forth the new. Now for us, this is where I will say again, your core doesn't change. Once you tap into it, that's why you get to the infinite higher human potential. And it is kind of like what Carl Jung, Jungian. I need to look into more um, the Jungian psychology, but Jung, I believe, is the one who said if you're not facing the emotions, you're just stuffing it down. So the minute you're able to take your life and look at all the elements on your own or with somebody. So what I was trying to say about the psychiatrist is they get you to open up and they get you to talk about these dark side shadow side and and let you know hey it's human it's nature it's natural it's okay this is how they work with people with shame cycles you are an infant you're a child this is what is taking place here's where your body is involved it depends which type of psychiatrist you get but at the end of the day they explain to it's it's being human and we're here to help let's let's work on this together it can happen with people that you trust with a counselor a coach a mentor that's exactly what those roles help so everybody's going to choose their path according to what resonates with them most and the end of it is that you're going to be able to talk about your feelings and thoughts with a person that doesn't judge you So remember there's the one individual who um, is indirectly competing with me and they keep on also Sharing aspects as they go through the motions of their whole twin flame dynamic why because i don't judge them and i don't judge the person and i am somebody who honors their their feelings and they know this the same way they also how can i put it they know that um there's a specific way they're doing this and i'm not sure how to clarify what i'm trying to say right now i'm thinking give me a second because i need to gather the example in a way to you know be be polite and and really not not share too much but um the point is this individual there's two reasons they are following what is their path and they are consulting and or reaching out to person so that they may have the ability to share the experience as even dr bezel points out when he talks about dark side the shadow side excuse me um he says he'll note somebody gets embarrassed about something and he'll point it out "Ah, so your your face flushed here your breathing changed do you want to talk about it and and the person the client will usually say no no and then five minutes later they'll talk as a teenager there were certain moments for a long time about a year not long long time for about a year there were many people we'd talk 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 and i remember realizing that people didn't want to hear your story they just wanted to share it because of the comments those same people would make about other friends that would talk to them and i also realized why am i feeling compelled to talk about these things what what do i want from i don't why and it was coming to my mind because these people were not trustworthy and what i mean by that was they kept on saying how horrible they had to listen to that and that you know so obviously they were listening yes but already they were complaining about one friend who knows what they're saying about me so it was very interesting because i remember analyzing the two things okay so one why am i compelled to share this i don't need their advice two i'm sharing with people that it would seem to me they're not necessarily inclined to be interested or that they will protect my my secrets and i chose that i would work on not sharing because if i'm going to share i want it to be with those who they care i don't want to bother anybody and i don't want to share things with people that you know you can't trust meaning that they won't keep the secret then that learning kept building though nobody keeps secrets really and at a certain point i remember accepting because even i sometimes would share not secrets that were and see somebody would say why are you organizing it which is, is it's true with my empowered peeps We always say this and one of them i told them particularly i said i can keep secrets and i do keep secrets but i also know that there's times when i have talked about something so i abstain from claiming that i am the perfect human being i'm not right here is when you can know that we all have disappointed somebody we've all had a person's feelings hurt or get angry whether it be with intent or not usually it's not with intent because you are always thinking of why you're going to allow yourself to do something even if it's an automatic you're already allowing it because it feels that that's the right thing to do to you it's only because somebody else calls you out on it that it becomes the not right thing and even here again if you're in zero that's where it's not about right or wrong you accept that you coexist the minute you're in impartiality with the advanced place of the inner growth program is the minute you begin to be in empowerment but from that moment forth you're going to either keep moving in the direction of the ego self as empowered and so you're following your heart this means you're doing what feels right to you you're pursuing your calling and it also means you're not offended or upset with others if they claim to you whatever it is they claim to you you learn in time to achieve that state of ultimate consciousness enlightenment the human way when i'm engaging even if i get angry or i start yelling whatever it is that's happening i'm not upset at me and i'm not upset at the other person and whatever words come out of that person's mouth it doesn't matter because one i'm being reactive the same way they are so we're we're obviously in a discussion in this moment neither one of us is coming at it from a place of calm but neither one of us has allowed or achieved a compromise either and and really this only happens with the very individuals who stubbornly and i say stubbornly because i've admitted that i'm stubborn but they stubbornly refuse to understand that there's a specific way i work well and therefore we are not arriving at a compromise because there's a specific way they don't work well apparently and it's clashing with my way what is this it's incompatibility however because it's family or friends and we need that support for each has that technical background and expertise we will support each other and that is exactly why i personally see that zero is very very easy to have it's people not acknowledging that they're wanting something different from each other that stay in a place of hurt feelings and right here that's the intermediate level of the inner growth program because you're not able to become aware consciously speaking the same way you're reacting emotionally because of something that means that much to you the other person is too same way you have a reason and a way of thinking of it so do they and or more and that is not going to change this is the part your core doesn't change because it's there with you since the minute you begin life so first of all you want to get to know it the only way you're going to get to know it is if you stop being reactive and you actually tend to the emotions and then you gain further clarity only when you are able to see the hurt so this is where impartiality begins and from that moment forth to move beyond to the place of 5d complete neutrality Complete parasympathetic nervous system complete self and external compassion i'm going to use me as that example again the calling to help humanity is not for my sisters asked me once it's because it makes you feel good and i tried explaining to them no even though right here is where people will continue to apply their own perspective it doesn't matter how you explain your core to somebody they're going to either take it or mansplain it whether they speak it out to you or not And i can always tell when somebody's mansplaining because they repeat to me what i just said with the words that make it very clear that they did not understand what i said plus the feelings that are behind the words that they said i do not do what i do with that old soul age group guys when i say i want to help people i literally from the bottom of my heart simply want a person to be able to love who they are with their virtues and vices like that's how i can describe to the feeling does it feel good when i'm successful of course it does because i see that finally a person is unconditionally loving with themselves the reality is i've only seen this in empowered peeps and i still see the societal engagement influence on their emotional state at times therefore i will immediately tap into that but i will also immediately know that i need to stay in zero because it's not my path it's their path and what i mean by that is what i would want to be like is it's okay to be you and they'll say but i know it is and then you know when we talk about the emotions obviously the emotions are still being processed this is why i can sense that there are the emotions because the nervous system is engaged and right here is again the minute you're able to realize that hurt that emotion that ego that self that person's way is not yours you're not here to tell somebody what to be that's not the purpose so that's why saying i don't gain like oh yay i ha-. yes i'm happy i'm happy that i can see that people are allowing themselves to be themselves because it makes my heart happy to feel that that person finally is and thrilled to move in the direction of their calling their own way it's satisfying while others will still continue those who I've told this to they don't get it they think I'm happy of the outcome it isn't the outcome I'm 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 actually saying I can feel that person's essence finally free I can feel that person's heart finally being okay even if they're silly so when I was talking to you about cursing I was embarrassed the whole time but I kept moving through it and spelling it out to you with empowerment though not with the i'm going to shy away not with the embarrassment not with the one down nor the one up i was telling you with all genuine transparency this is what i'm planning to do and my embarrassment was coming through because i was allowing it to here somebody was telling me how to be on podcast and video you need to have one that online personality but they were also saying how they and others don't want that um, specific type of content per se because it is very personal private is the word that they used and as they were speaking that one i thought about all the things i've shared with you. You, you my community knows more about me than any other person except for my empowered peeps and obviously my family but that's a consequence of living with me and i i feel embarrassed about that sometimes i'm like ah it was too much but then i say no it wasn't because there are those who need to hear this to see that this enlightenment the human way this 5d that they talk about it is about that human evolution it is about something very simple you working with the ego self and you essentially being a participant to your secondary and primary consciousness guys from your cosmic consciousness Will always be able to bring it down to the psychology, to the human element, to you being able to be yourself. Now, the minute you're calling, of whatever sort is something you identify, is the minute you can begin understanding yourself as you gain the ability to follow the calling and then you work with neutrality to work with the reactive is the second layer and you're getting to that emotional body the emotional plane and now you get to work with the mind though and here's where it isn't challenging to pinpoint outdated quote-unquote to pinpoint systems that are like the guy that was explaining with this word frigid and frozen the same feeling sometimes i'll be evaluating something and it will be with this traditional mindset and i use the word traditional but really it still exists perfect example relationships my relationships have always been feeling wise they're bonds they're bonds that are never broken and they all exist as i know they are none of them have changed none of them have changed in time the interactions are not the core of the relationship but this is how those of us who navigate this realm of infinite feel we are not separating what we feel and what is because of a label and i've explained my relationships particularly the twin flame experiences and just friendships and and things of that nature to people and some i remember they've used words as well they're not really friends then you're just acquaintances well you're really platonic people then it's a platonic relationship and so they're wanting to use labels that strip away what that bond is and in fact i will address and say no it's not platonic no it's not an acquaintance these are what these people are these are relationships and then i leave it at that because obviously if the person wants to keep mansplaining and using their perspective i'm not going to argue with them there's no reason to people who will still engage in that this is where right there your emotional reaction is you defending your position when it comes to your life and to being yourself if you're still defending your position you're still doing your society engagement your first nervous system's response which means your worth your word your everything depends on the external and therefore you are stimulated by life so the external has an impact and you're disregarding the core of you when people think that they change it's because they mature is because they expand their consciousness the minute you can build from your core is the minute you're actually Always adding more of you to the mix in a way that can communicate to more than one person, which is why you expand. But you're also working with the way you evaluate, the way you speak, the way you think. You're adding to every area of your life. The feeling is a constant of neutrality. And when you're navigating anger, upset, you know, you're navigating it with the awareness this is where I'm at right now and you're actually also allowing yourself to disengage from the one up one down again you're in zero if you're self-empowered when i'm arguing particularly with my mother sisters i'm not defending my position or i'm not right they're not right but i definitely am not backing off which is what other people keep on doing either they're fighting it or they're backing off So the one individual that i was sharing with you that the concept that i was trying to get at didn't come out was they are unaware of their expectations and their impositions they are aware of what they believe to be right and wrong that they are on the right path because they are on the path of enlightenment and that their counterpart is not then there's moments where they'll defend and justify and there's moments where they will claim to be right and the better one the better version which is to me humorous in that they know enough about the twin flame to know it's the one soul so essentially what words they speak of the other they're speaking of themselves which is one of the things i recently said to them and they agreed and understood that they have that that that's true yeah i do have that trait and the part that me that i wonder so right here if you're calling yourself as a person who's expanding one's consciousness spirituality and all of that and you're aware that there is a trait of yours that you can work on because it's keeping you in a specific energy why are you not working on it why are you labeling and judging so in this case the counterpart then when you're pointed out well you know then they're still working on this you want to justify that action because you're taking the side obviously of the person because you care here's the part where if a person simply admits they care to themselves and that they're going to side with them and they stop judging the person's choices you enter harmony and you actually see the bigger picture and that's when you move forward meaning you don't say in this you don't stay in the same stagnant energy guys in the same stagnant mindset in the same stagnant way of seeing somebody's faults pointing them out unconditional love is about accepting the faults and then getting even enamored with them because they're part of the person's personality which makes them who they are all the people that i know in my life i love and when i think of their vices i smile and there are some that I smile even more, and they're not vices that they consider necessarily uh, good or bad. In fact, um, I would say that probably some of them think it's—they're uh, embarrassed about it, or they—they've been told it's a bad trait, or society will deem it as something bad and selfish. Perfect example: my one friend that I don't know how he's doing, but the one that we didn't talk for five years we joke even though when i do tell him he's an asshole i do mean it because he's actually he really does like really right now for example it's been i don't know how many months and he's refusing to let me in which is fine i can't do anything about it but I, i definitely am like dude seriously so anyways um what i was trying to get at here is i still smile when i say you're an asshole i'm not saying it in a way that i mean it i'm saying it i know this is how you do things i guess you know whatever and it's a heart warm smile and those tuning in who are in this place with people at this point i think you know what i mean unconditional love is really you not holding a vice but knowing it's a part of their personality and that if a person wants a person can work with that when i i don't mean to get frustrated with my family i still work on it every day i work on anything that is in a place of non-flow because my calling to be an unconditionally loving human being is also part of my day-to-day journey when you can find and then follow your calling finding is about you contemplating like i was saying at the beginning what calls to you emotionally everything that is always with you is what you want to pay attention to the contour the societal engagement the societal construct those help you those are informational pieces they're informational when you're allowing the self ego view to speak and be participant to the conversation not you be the judgmental on you or the other this is where people get lost meaning they stay in specific mindsets that are frozen so this one individual they're contradicting and flipping back and forth between saying this person is below me not because they're below but in the sense of their spiritual awakening they're not making choices that are unconditionally loving and awakening their expansion in fact recently their their um the reading their tarot reading was the person being faced with being able to rise up to close out a cycle and to rise up to their expanded version and the minute the person and i were talking about what is actually happening what's tangibly being told to them because they have this exchange i said well you then realize that this reading they're having the opportunity but they're choosing not to bring the world for a full circle they're actually telling you nope this is where i'm at let me be here and then they're joking and teasing and here's that whole it's not even breadcrumbing. they're keeping one foot in one foot out when you do this you're not in any place you're in the middle and at the end of the day a foot in a foot out it isn't you know people want to use the word comfort zone and again that's boxing up what expanded consciousness which is when you're in the infinite higher human potential so you're ongoingly realizing every day you get to expand your consciousness because your consciousness are your thoughts and your feelings as you're interacting with other people you will achieve this awareness when your ego self is empowered so this means you're tending to your reactions versus reacting and in fact eventually you're not reacting anymore you're immediately expanding in the moment because the feelings that are arising you're paying attention to them the choices of people to stay in and out is because they're still technically mastering and therefore growing confidence in their heart to continue standing their ground their core is leading them further and further here's the part where i've always believed and to this day i know this that there's a destiny and a fate you'll never be able to change your fate and that destiny is also something that how can i put it gives you clues at the same time this this faith and destiny never had an end game and again we're talking with that enlightenment soul age group in mind guys you're not only self-empowered working towards that you're also in the enlightenment okay very different place than an old age an old soul age they are committed to a specific outcome a specific uh, school of thought a specific philosophy of life the ones before the old soul age group are here to make a difference within society they will keep using societal norms culture and labeling and judging and yada 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 they still can become 5d by speaking with unconditional love and being mediators so they'll stand up for what they believe in but they're not any of the extremists that's the 5d one the extremists are 4d the 5d is doing and looking to bring more than one side together because they know that that's how we expand and transcend for example collective trauma it is not by applying the outdated ways the duality that we bring forth transformation the way we speak is slowly being transformed those who don't like it are having a hard time accepting it and yet they are acquiring the verbiage the wording because it is a part of our culture now here's that beautiful way of the evolution of the human being and of just us when you look at our history medieval enlightenment all of them You know people will look back and criticize our own species and i use this word because one day maybe we'll meet aliens either way it's a we are a species we have you know this nervous system this brain development we're gaining information about it we have emotions we have ego we have mind it's beautiful the plane of existence is beautiful it is all in one word consciousness even though they like to separate and fragment and whatever it's your consciousness because it's always going to be through your thoughts and your feelings that you're exploring and analyzing and even right now tuning into this right now while you relate because your temporal junction is here now you may be relating in a way that resonates or maybe not maybe and i'm always hoping with the expanded consciousness knowing we're having a moment where we're sharing something this is not me telling you anything this is me sharing with you the different options opportunities the different things that are available things meaning concepts and how you can explore what your calling is and that it isn't the outcome if it is the outcome then you know that you're looking to the outcome you can start identifying okay so obviously i care about what people think do i want to be committed to this you know what your feelings are very limited when you're committed to leading with what people think but hey it's your body therefore you get to choose those emotional responses as well as the mental responses and the way you're going to keep moving forward the one individual who is a teacher now like i said they are not aware that they are fulfilling their true calling they find themselves where they find themselves by chance and they look at their past as all these challenges that were presented to them and opportunities that were not able to get to where they wanted to be so they ended up finding what was best and when you see them instead interacting with children you just see their aura it's like shining bright that's the calling everyone has something specific mine is humanity helping humanity learning to tell people you know it's okay to be you learning in more ways so being human the human behavior it's always been about that because there's always something more that we can learn about behavior and then it's because of the interactions and life being about us being able to learn and grow and expand and infinite isn't scary when the unknown elements of life aren't scary and when you stop thinking of the past and or of any piece of information of having to be set in stone this this part of set in stone there is no information that has been set in stone and yet the people who are the subject matter experts not all of them get that they're using outdated models collective consciousness people that are in this 5d are the ones who are slowly showing and paving the way and these are different aspects subject matter experts and therefore elements is what i'm trying to get at between judges lawyers musicians all all roles there's a lot of different people that are in this space and they're sharing their own neutrality and duality so the ability to integrate within their field this very way of acknowledging okay yes this is how we used to do things but today we know we can do things this way let's talk about it let's find our happy middle ground and let's bring forth this amazing transformation the ones that are still getting in the drama that's that mass media. I was watching i really don't like watching tv but my mother likes to watch the news and i listen to it they have interesting information of course uh, of the world it's just their tone and here it brings me back to my journalism class with my political science bachelor's degree where the teacher taught us about the transformation of journalism and how it went from sharing facts to being all pink news to all being opinions and really um what they ended up with was the mantra is what bleeds leads. And you turn on any news media and you'll hear their their voice, you'll hear the drama, you'll hear the arguments and, and here's that part of people saying, But that's how humans are. No. That that's how uh humans are when they're not recognizing that they can work on their emotions and, and stop being defensive as they're having a conversation about politics, religion, the world like that's the part that's one way of speaking there's another way it's called me empowered doing my best to be an adult an actual mature ego self and to maintain to the best of my ability of course because here's the practice every time you're getting into the place of flight fight with something important you're gonna get to practice personally i began this journey way back when as a teenager and really even as a child because i would get angry like everybody and i would get more than just passionate frustrated when i was sharing with you guys with the the four-year relationship and them always being late i still remember the day i said you know what i just need to let this go because at the same time we had a couple friends that were always late and guys i'm not talking 15 minutes okay i said i need to tell them i'm talking like an hour two hours a half an hour 40 minutes you know and and people will tease me because i'm not the most punctual meaning i'll do 5 10 minutes 15 minutes sometimes yes 30 minutes like they're waiting for me to get ready but usually it's not more than that and i will always you know write and and let somebody know but here i'm talking hours and you know canceled plans that we had made and um would get very frustrated and guess what it it was more like you know the only person who's having these emotions is you and nothing's changing so what are we what are we going to do that's why it's about acceptance and it's beyond the neutrality because essentially you either move in that space or you don't now i have the same couple by the way that i'm thinking about that are always late um they have stayed in their same emotional responses with each other and with life and that's not they're not the only ones there's a lot of other people that's why i was saying people don't change they are simply more of who they were when we were teenagers now that they have the age they can also use that word i have the age and so i know because this is what life is presenting to me time and time again so i am right to feel this way and i can express this way and the minute you're trying to explain but this is what's happening to the body and here's other options is the minute they might sit to listen to you and here's where they've been given the opportunity the next step is for them the same way people go to psychiatrists and psychologists for symptom relief we will be able to share with each other information to support each other so give that symptom relief when a friend's venting they're looking for symptom relief it's not good or bad it's a word that exactly describes they're letting out the emotion as a teenager i realized sharing was about being able to share with others the talking but the fact that that information could be used against you because somebody would become spiteful was all also made clear same thing with people being bothered and not really wanting to hear you and that's where egos involved that was clear as well from neutrality i didn't label that as anything except for initially with those cliche sentences humans are egotistical or humans are self-centered they don't know any better and with psychology i came to understand yeah they're actually insecure egos they're people that are choosing their patterns based on what they know so they're suffering because this is what they expect from life with the body element it becomes much just how much of this is fear slash helplessness slash the ego with the nervous system's first response societal engagement the attachment theory those human elements so you being an infant and your ego already getting told yes or no besides the regulation of your way of brain development your actual ability to handle criticism my doctor did not handle criticism very well at all and in fact there's a grandiose there and that means they have an insecure ego there's a facade to ensure they always meet the expectations of who probably the father the mother the society everyone who told them that this is the role that you should be to be important but it's because at some point at their childhood they felt so small and insignificant and that gave them such suffering that that moment forth they chose never to be in that place again and if it looks the other way it's simply that they were boosted up their ego so much that they think there's nothing wrong they're a god one up one down it's either or the one down that becomes grandiose and narcissist is something that was the fight for the infant and her child the minute their heart was crushed because they were made to be felt little and insignificant and that's the day they said you know what i'm never going to be that i'm going to be the best of whatever it is and however it is or somebody who becomes aggressive and, and chooses something different defense mechanism but once you're an adult that's not what it looks like obviously and that same person will not think that it's a defense mechanism necessarily nor will they think necessarily that it's egotistical and or wrong why because we are always coming at life from our own inner being that calling in this case has nothing to do with what i just used but what i used as an example is where your emotions always matter they always matter because it is you reacting to defend yourself so once you can realize that the emotions you're defending what is yours and that's valid and okay and then you can choose to work with the emotions you help yourself to be that version of you some will use the word better but really it's the expanded version of you because your even your body the nervous system is an expanded when you're in your parasympathetic nervous system response you're in soothed state your ultimate consciousness is you in expanded neutrality to enlightenment the vibration keeps moving up the vibration of the emotion of shame is 20 anger i forget fear is 100 those are in the getting by and suffering suffering and getting by state of consciousness but it's also your body when we learn from the executive coach that teaches coaches how to work under pressure thanks to rhythmic breathing they do this diagram this is in the inspiring human potential teleseminars i shared the links to the ted talk for you guys but you can also reach out and i'll gladly share by email um he shows a diagram on one side he has rage and anger and all the emotions that are in the descending emotional list that i read to you on the other side he has passion and there's even one word that means it's not about apathy but it's similar but it's a state of calm it's not boredom okay and he shows how on the spectrum of the feelings that are in the sense of soothe state we have 10 times our regenerative cells and remember the epigenetics class i talked to you about it it was may or july because they were talking to us about genes and how our words matter and and how it recreates the specific there's a specific name for this the these genes that are reproduced and that help our health okay in anger and upset and rage you only have three times regenerative cells this is why people that are suffering age so much and i always remember greg Braden when he shares in one of his seminars the story about when he went to the Tibetan monks and he asked you know why do people only live till 100 because we used to be able to live longer even though obviously people say ah it's not true but there's writings in the bible 600 years old a thousand years old the monks talked about suffering and they said you know it takes the human body 100 years to transcend suffering and he's like huh maybe that's why and today i can tell you guys enlightenment the human way is the most amazing thing ever because once you realize that suffering yes it's a state of consciousness yes it's a feeling and yes it's connected to what you've experienced but it's connected to what you experienced and organized as a child and then as a teenager and those emotions are actually your nervous system reacting and responding and therefore it is all in your hands meaning you can take those emotions and sit in compassion physiologically and then process those emotions if you direct your mind to neutrality and explore and transcend and function what's happening that exploration will involve what you know is right for you but it will involve what's contrasting that which brings me to the abraham hicks when he talks about you being the creator And you consciously choosing what you want, and when the opposite comes, the contrast, that's the opportunity for discernment is the word they use. I like to use the word it's time to take ownership of the feelings and the thoughts and say, okay, this just happened. Am I going to point a finger and vilify, call somebody evil, or point this is deceit, this is, you know, have that go on, or am I going to choose neutrality? and continue to explore both so here's how i'm feeling this was something that hurt me deeply here's what i know i have an expectation i had an expectation i'm evaluating what's what's being evaluated okay the ego self this is in relationship to me wanting to be understood so when i have these arguments with the family they i just allow it to be the dynamic because there's no reason for me to the only effort i put is actually in the body and the emotion it's to actually try and not engage with getting angry and i don't get angry but with getting agitated and then raising my voice and then starting a whole argument with my mother and or family members that's just, i'm still working on that other than that i don't feel guilt or shame or anything and i'm not angry at them because it's a pattern of understanding here we're not compatible in the way that we work effectively because i do it in a very specific way that instead is a trigger to the other and they're all my uncles my mother they have the same family father and mother therefore i in fact know exactly why they don't do things in a specific way and i'm okay with that and that's the zero place when you can be okay with engaging with something that isn't what your preference is but you're not the only ego around and you're not shying away from what your preference is either to be able and do that is where you will not demonstrate arrogance but you will also not shy away from expressing what you want to express now this is also the part when you get Frustrated, which is what happens. I'm not able to continue expressing my concepts in a, in a way that would be better. It is unnecessary. It does not get anything differently done, and essentially, that is exactly where, when you are working with all of you, you're always focused on the very person, which matters, and how the outcome of anything takes place, and the neutrality gets you to move forward so with with disappointment people life society you get to allow yourself to know that those are things that are part of your knowledge bank about your human elements your way of wanting again but you know that it's not the only way and that's why you move into the space of okay there's also this and i'm not going to label it as evil or unnecessary or with judgment you still have those words like for me when i'm arguing with my family members for me they're disorganized or they don't do things in a very categorical way it's all last minute i don't do last minute i can do last minute but in other in other things and really not even like this is the place of knowing oneself and then working with it and being able to share that and speak it so the part of us coexisting and being able to follow your calling is something that can happen right here when work or relationship something you want isn't coming your way that you feel very strongly about what you get to practice for those who achieve that advanced place in the inner growth program and this constant 5d state of consciousness so enlightenment your ultimate consciousness you and transcendent function consistently in compassion physiologically okay with your parasympathetic nervous system or at the very least you're knowing if your breath is going shallow and so you're like oh wait let me calm myself i don't need to get upset you're working with your body guys your heart and mind it's with you now some people think this is not natural that's why they say but you're not being your true self and here's where i say to them so your default network at 10 months old is your true self you want to stay that way you want to stay the infant you because oh apparently you had enough maturity to think it through huh the autonomous nervous system is part of you and it shows how to defend you as an infant and then you started growing up and you started to think things in your own way including a potential shame cycle inner critic whatever it is that you have going and i don't say whatever because it's not important i say whatever to say okay now that you identified the very element that brings you hurt let's let's move into the space of love with the shame cycle with the inner critic and i really mean with love meaning that was the child self defending itself one way or another let's figure it out and let's move forward in the way that allows you to finally start following that calling with a heart that is in love with life and yourself and with others and even though maybe still impatient upset at others you know with elements of disappointment those are your very next elements of growth the expanded consciousness it's what would life be if you didn't do anything right i mean i can sit on a beach personally and read books all day i'm sure i could but would i want to i don't know and i don't have to decide because the reality is life isn't one no. there isn't one emotion there aren't just you know one group of people that's the whole part there's not a replica of you there's not a replica of me and anytime you can talk to people you may resonate on so many things but you'll also find so many different ways that people explore the aspects like I was saying the person who's a teacher they will explain their lifestyle and life choices in a very different way than what I'm sharing with you and it will be in a way of saying i was led here by chance it was not fate or destiny or i maybe it will even be i don't really like it i really wanted to be that lawyer with the briefcase because i like i still want to look that way that is what would have made me feel perfect and they're not acknowledging that they're perfect the way they are and that that feeling of perfection where did it come from so if we look back at that journal entry that i shared with you when i was 11 or 12 about being a lawyer i used the word i want to be a lawyer because i love to argue and the money is good and i forget what else i added and i laughed and i felt embarrassed because what i remember of wanting to be a lawyer was to help people i had completely forgotten about this even saying it but you know what that's not my words i was told by the adults that i love to argue because i'm a person who talks a lot and i debate and that is exactly where i was told ah, you would be a good lawyer because you love to argue i don't argue with people i like talking to people do i get into arguments we can once you know enough about people you 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 disengage from them sooner than later but the ability <clears throat> to be on a journey that is involving your calling is really fantastic which makes me think of finishing to read to you calling and action following a strong feeling that brings you to pursue something professionally and or as a way of life is a calling calling and inner growth the journey to find your calling brings you to understand yourself find yourself and make decisions all of which bring about inner growth thanks to the entire process of exploration that you go through as you pursue and look to identify your calling so again when we look at the definition the calling is an impulse toward a particular course of action especially when accompanied by conviction of or of divine influence excuse me and it's a strong inner impulse then the second definition the vocation or profession in which one customarily engages your calling is what you have been following most likely in one way or another your entire life it is and are including emotions and subject matters that are of great importance and that <clears throat> you can expand and express to more people in different ways the part about working with your emotions it affects your day-to-day life it affects the way that you can experience those very contrasts that take place so that you may stay energized so that you may stay passionate when i did the recent uh, tarot consultation with a family member about career it showed clearly that they will not have an easy path to gain the sustainability they want but that this job that they've chosen this path is theirs is their it is their soul's purpose okay and it also said this is what will block you or create a challenge for you to make money if you don't stay passionate when the hardships come and it isn't because of suffering guys this is that whole cliche put that to the side my regular listeners know this by now suffering is your body being afraid of something you're, you're meeting the contrast suffering is you being scared and are helpless and are reactive you don't have to stay in suffering life is a word and it does not have to involve suffering suffering comes from the body as your ego self and your nervous system are reacting with your flight fight response that has been organized by your emotional brain hemisphere from your zero to two years of age and really that default network your autonomous nervous system from your 10 12 month self if you're an empath light worker grid worker we have a very different uh element that also contributes to that same autonomous nervous system i'm not going to get into that today but if anybody's curious reach out we'll set up a separate episode through Patreon membership i have a tier for that so let me know but i'm not going to go into that today here back to what i'm trying to get at your reaction when it is not in flow is because the ego self okay tending to it is what's going to give you answers and allow you to disengage from feeling helpless and or angry and or upset you're going to disengage from a network a default network a pattern a habit that came at a level of you not being in this mature place you are today reason why old people get the way they get is because they think now that i'm 80 90 100 all the experience i had and the reality i lived is the right one and that's it they don't realize if they have not worked with those emotions of suffering that they're carrying with them trauma from their infancy their you know generational and yada yada doesn't affect their tangible life experience no they probably can live just like the millionaires that live a life and they continue to have all the things they want the life that you live is not only the outside in fact it's the inside primarily and there are those who are rich and suffering and how sad is that because a person who has everything but can't appreciate it well i would say that they might as well be under a bridge because they're not making use of what they have essentially they're not filling that void in fact they're consistently in the void and it's without any in fact judgment i look forward to supporting any person that may find themselves you know hey i'm in this place you want to help me to get on a path towards my personal development not the symptom relief the actual awareness i have in ego self and there are elements that are unsatisfactory to me there is a calling there is something that i want to do there are aspects that i want to fight for because it makes me angry beyond a reasonable shadow of a doubt that this is happening in the world then to realize that the anger doesn't serve you what did the executive coach teach us anger rage passion they create the same chemistry they release the same amount of adrenaline but one has 10 times regenerative cells because your body's not contracted your consciousness is not contracted you're not fighting an invisible war with your body i will accept a person who is in a life threatening situation any of us we will be in our fight mode the reason why a person grows up and stays connected to specific emotions with that shadow side is trauma-based and or that wrong right as an infant the same way the child in that video does not play with this noisy game because the other adult yelled is the same reason why we're 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 in relationships with certain things and i'm going to use the example of the poop thing again which is silly but it's not or the burp thing people being rebellious but not actually acknowledging the emotional element and therefore speaking but they're really speaking from their butts the teenagers that i remember doing this burping thing and then making a big deal out of smell of poop i was like dude seriously you burp like a like a slob and and somebody having to go to the bathroom and you haven't gone to a stall and heard that makes you oh how disgusting like what is are we are we not really realizing that's this element of futility and really it's more than futility it's it's a emotional relationship to something that Is a natural bodily. Again, it's not to stress that element, but to me, I find it a very big contradiction that somebody can burp just because they've decided that that's how they're going to tell the system. I don't need to be an etiquette, and yet you know you're gonna think of something that is again natural and good for the body as an as a negative and create an embarrassing. This is that part the dark. Um, shadow side uh, of someone it can be something that little but it's that big to them and it impacts their day-to-day life so society we know this we know it has an imprint if you realize you're not only that and that you do coexist with it and the ego self is what's reacting to it from within you you begin to have a different relationship my calling for example i found it at eight i want to help people and i followed it and in fact when i was presented by many that i was not pursuing it because i wasn't in the specific job that i should be now that i have a master's and i didn't have the specific lifestyle that i should be because i'm educated whatever this was all society and people though that care and just wanted to make sure of my well-being but they're also presenting to me societal norms and the minute again you know yourself well enough and you trust yourself that's the part with inner growth and following your heart that you gain because you say wait i am my ego myself the world revolves around your choices and the career choice your calling what means the world to you is what you want to pursue this is the minute you start disengaging from this system and recognize what is not working for you and that's also when you begin with your own calling to start voicing as a mediator because you begin to be able to see farther and to recognize with neutrality and impartiality wait i don't need to judge these people or the system this exists because x y and z it has its role and there are people that actually do still find their worth from that the first nervous system's response is that engagement so that average mediocre the one who stays within their looking from outside to outside from within like the one person who is in their calling but they're never going to maybe acknowledge it because when they look to the past they still look at it with their hurt and disappointment. In fact, this is a perfect another example. They were left by their partner after 10 years. This partner revealed they they understood that they were not meant to be. They matured enough once they were finally healed that they were not meant to be. And yet 3 d- 3 years down the line or however many years to i forget at this point the person's married and they're upset they're sad about it it's weird and sad and here is where i understand they're processing emotions so this is surfacing so that they may mature and process it at the same time me i see that they have the knowledge the deep knowing came this isn't a person for me it makes sense that we are broken up i didn't appreciate the behavior however i get it the part that is not here which is why the person is still in the upset is their own ego self having been disappointed and feeling hurt and labeling that person they haven't brought themselves to neutrality where they have actually made peace and so that they can be happy for the individual because they recognize they weren't for me i know this i knew this i found it out i went through some upset but you know they're not now it's different obviously if you're being uh how can i put this if you are in a space of other elements okay other elements meaning maybe there's um there are things that weren't said or whatnot that would make something less clear however the minute you are acknowledging that anything that has left you has left you for whatever it may be and you're making peace with it this is that part where you achieve enlightenment for you so you don't have suffering when you see that they've created their life they're moving on and they're happy when you see people that have essentially rejected let's put it this way you and you're able to be happy for them that's when you can know that you're not in a place of any more hurt and, and although this is not about calling it is something important for all of you i know because relationships are important same thing for things of work related that don't come through i'll use my un example when i wasn't getting hired as i was sending these um, cvs and i was sending many cvs and i have a master's i'm a straight a student i have optimal grades i'm smart everything i question why why am i not getting you know these jobs i know i'm worthy i know that i'm doing all the right things i was taught what i needed to do what is the deal here and here's where some people will put that whole worst thing in there the minute I questioned it was the minute I knew, no, I am worthy. I know my I know what I have and I know what I don't have in qualities. I might not have a perfect memory, but give me something to do and I will do it and, and be committed to it and you'll get it the way it needs to be and more. And so it was then that I realized this maybe isn't the job for me and I simply posed the question, would I feel that I was helping humanity the way i decided my calling was as an eight-year-old seven eight-year-old i want to help people and i had the visual and i saw and i said no and i said okay then obviously my fate my destiny is moving forward i just don't know what that looks like and in the meantime i began my online marketing career when you don't allow the external to define you but you follow your heart and then you coexist so of course you're pursuing growth because you're exploring those conflicts with the human elements the essence of you the unknown of life elements and then now with the body element you know that your autonomous nervous system has stored so there are areas that have been stored in a specific way everybody's different i'm an inclined empowered ego self my mother allowed me to talk meaning i could argue with her uh, she doesn't appreciate it all the time but she still allowed me freedom of speech and therefore i was able to tell her how i thought and felt and yada 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 in fact the day she said should why didn't you just become a nun it was in this argument we were having and i was like because i don't want to become a nun that's not what i want to do when i grow up and this is where i'm trying to let you in on a very specific input that you only know of you did you stand up and do you stand up for what you believe in without imposing it on others but allowing yourself to sit in zero and know your worth and know what you believe in and know what is for you i know all of the things friendships relationships that are for me why what where how i have no question never have still don't and this is exactly where when i was using that example even if you are realizing that something hasn't gone okay the way that you will know and or feel it's meant to go this is for my empath people the part about knowing that your deep knowing is your deep knowing and not doubting it this is when you're in that empowered self ego in the advanced place of the inner growth program impartiality to this day i do not that one intuition that i have but i know that it is not the only piece of the puzzle we do not live on earth alone there are other souls other people and there's the planet and the and there's like a whole other area of things we're not going to get into right now there's a lot more than just one person and therefore free will energy emotions collective collective trauma summit there's a reason why it's called the collective trauma summit again for the light workers and grid workers who are 5d you know exactly what i'm talking about because you're in neutrality you do not ever doubt your intuition But you also know what you pick up is only one piece, and when it involves other people, those people have free will. And in fact, this is why those people will make their choices. Your opportunity is always going to be inner growth, following your heart, and really the ultimate opportunity is your enlightenment and ultimate consciousness state. You in 5D. So with the knowing that you know what you know, and that whatever other choice others make is for their best interest because they have made and are always making choices whether they are consciously aware of it or not they're choosing based on what feels safest to them this is where we'll go back to the body and to family and to tangible person will always go back to the human elements and the unknown of life elements unless you've transcended and basically you are able to see your own filters and know these are my filters but my filters don't tell me the full picture when i'm involved in other people and or life that's not the bigger picture in time i see the bigger picture and that usually involves you expanding your consciousness on that picture and here's where it's amazing with the inner growth mindset and program what i've been able to uncover continuously about being a human being and so with the body element the neuroscience the psychiatry and that has given me more to share with you and more for us to continue evolving with on our journey together even with the events that i think maybe one day i want to do online or the books i'm still you know i I don't have the time but there's so many different pieces of content that i want to produce and then share with you to support mentoring those who want to become self-empowered egos people not only the ego but the ego self for you to understand this way of life the enlightenment this human way and this 5d state of consciousness it is about you being able to be yourself it is also about you being able to interact with other people and so if rejection happens it is about you knowing okay this is going to be my opportunity to transcend attachment on all levels to not doubt yourself to continue to believe in unconditional love neutrality and it isn't about believing in an outcome It's about believing in yourself and in the unknown elements of life, about not holding fear. You're saying, I know I'm afraid and I know I don't have this and I don't have that, but I don't want to store and stay in suffering or in getting by. I can stay in flow and I can continue to accept reason, be willing to learn, and I can continue to enlighten. And if it's not joy, it's at the very least peace. So, the example i was giving you when this person comes and says i'm sad that i'm seeing this person move on they are using an outdated mode of thinking and what it is is they're thinking of the past and they're thinking of the rejection and they're thinking of it with a hurt ego it's not an empowered ego the empowered ego says you know this was perfect it looked really good i could have done it but it went differently oh they're happy that's wonderful i'm happy for them and whatever remnants of sorrow if you will is really your remembering of the love and the ideal character traits of that relationship and here's where i always think of abraham hicks one of the episodes i watched of theirs was where they were saying you know when you meet partners as they come and go they're really making it clearer and clearer what type of partner you want. And those who were part of that conversation were all in agreement because they're following that philosophy. When I look at people and their ways of moving forward with partnerships, I can see that growth with all of the ones who are particularly focused and feeling that they really want that. And what I mean by that, this is their sole age group guys, they're they're committed in a specific way feeling wise is what I'm talking about to learning about self-worth unconditional love and to give and take and receive equally with trust so they're learning to be in zero most of the people that i know except for the empowered ones most of them are not aware of their ego self and therefore when they are suffering they are sitting in their suffering versus being in neutrality the empowered people are in neutrality and they're evaluating with transcendent function the things they like the things they don't like the things that hurt and the things that they would want or not want and every time they're moving forward what does this mean so you realize okay this was an expectation right now i'm upset because it didn't come through okay so what can you do next you just keep moving forward the reality is you accept because whatever it is that didn't come you're wanting to create a feeling of acceptance it's not only the mind which is why like the individual that is in a state of upset with the person who moved forward and got married the the way you can know if somebody is inclined to be empowered and in 5d and aware is the way they word something when you word it with ownership is when you are healing and moving forward and ownership is about being in zero so you are also acknowledging if you're pointing a finger meaning if you're upset at the individuals involved and you're going to be able to express that so i'll use me as an example i can definitely express like with my one friend the i am unhappy with the fact that he's choosing not to share with me what's going on but i accept and know that this is that their their personality this is how they are and i laugh in a loving way about it because at the end of the day i know what's important they're well they're alive they're working they're leading their life the way they want to lead it doesn't mean that they're leading it in their best way but their best way for me is different their best way is what matters because it's their life not mine and if they're happy i'm happy for them because any other element is really my own ego and that's egotistical and you're then applying your own idea of what another person should do in their life and or be that's selfish right there so the suffering is selfishness and which is why it becomes kind of um not futile the person who becomes aware of this becomes aware of the fact that you're hurting yourself for no reason i mean you're really trying to cling on to something that isn't that's it now you can focus on it but the minute you're focusing this is where you either one up or one down another example the one person who is defending their twin flame one minute against them the next minute humored by what's happening and then suffering as well they have not actually allowed themselves and are not allowing themselves to be in a state of neutrality in fact they they expressed their sadness so they're still working with the emotional element why because they're still actually working with the ego self but the thing is they're not acknowledging that they're being selfish and what i mean by that is that they're wanting an outcome that is clearly saying this isn't happening now this is where that person also says but i know that this person is this to me so they're also spiritual which is why people in that realm they get into the ego spiritual and that doesn't mean they're transcending and moving into 5d at all no in fact they're not it doesn't matter what you've learned you're not better or less than any other person the spiritual awakening is of the individual and it doesn't mean that they will be embracing any concept it's actually their own expansion their consciousness i use the word spiritual i should use the word consciousness it's their consciousness journey their calling will be fulfilled now if they choose that they're safer where they're at because they are happier with that That means that's what their consciousness is ready for, which is why a person who is truly enlightened is aware of this, and therefore, at a certain point, they're able to be happy because they know the person is doing what they feel happy with. Why? Because you're in 5D, guys, and you're not judging whatever their environment is, whatever their choices are. You know that that's not yours to judge. Same way with this friend, I don't judge their choices. I just uh, am not appreciative of them not sharing me with with me what's going on and it's because I care, which is uh, egotistical, it's selfish right there. see That's also I don't impose and hammer them to death to try and get them to call me. but at the end of the day, the part about rejection is very simple. If you know your worth, you're able to work with the suffering. If you know that you are, like all others, using a mindset that was given to you as well, you can work with that. So, the part of thinking of what is polite or not polite, what is lovable, not lovable, everybody has different ideas. Even though people want to say we all have the same, no, no, we don't. We will speak the same words, but we will not mean it the same way perfect example is my international relations and diplomacy masters we had a course where we played out the un meeting council all of us outside of the classroom talked about world peace we got to these tables and we were almost not able to make the negotiation happen and this is like 10 15 people that talk about world peace and love and light okay so there's clearly an element always Of ego self. Now people find their group, but there's more than one group. However, you want to put it, when it comes to the inner world, the more you get to the bottom of what is and are those elements that call to you, the job that calls to you, even with people, whoever it is that calls to you, if you're allowing yourself to explore from the mind and heart, you're allowing yourself to be in a place of empowerment when hurt anger all those other emotions are involved if you can start practicing neutrality you're going to help yourself evaluate with maturity and then you can push yourself to go beyond the elements that are of hurt now again for those who may think that's not one's nature then i'll say it again you have an autonomous nervous system that has three main responses side engagement flight fight freeze pause your emotional brain hemisphere develops from zero to two years of age your rational brain hemisphere develops from three years on by the body keeps the scorebook by dr bezel van der kolk you can learn about this breakdown yourself next is remembering that by six months you will have your first night terror where you recognize you're not one with your parent conscious of that and by six months is when your body which is your nervous system and brain knows it needs to attach it needs a figure to live and so that figure will be whoever it is that's tending to you your brain needs to regulate meaning it regulates emotion if you're crying all the time and are upset you're not in a safe space your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in when your mother or father holds you in their arms and lets you know everything's okay comforts your actual body So you have a default network that you begin utilizing by your seven years old with other children. Your flight fight is organized at your infancy. There are implicit and explicit memory. Implicit memory involves your procedural memory and your emotional memory. Go to the first week of May, is when I think I talked about this stuff. Uh, Explicit autobiographical memory, semantic memory. Okay, so those are the things that you have in your consciousness. The other stuff is on in the body. It's not you in consciousness but pay attention to your body breathing do you get agitated and stop that meaning rhythmic breathing because that regulates your nervous system rhythmic breathing is you breathing in let's say four seconds in inhaling and six seconds exhaling or do seven inhale 11 exhale this is was given to us by one of the psychiatrists on the classes that i'm taking so seven seconds of inhaling is you with your autonomous nervous system the somatic uh, parasympathetic sympathetic excuse me sympathetic nervous system is engaged that's the flight fight when you're inhaling when you're exhaling it's your soothe response it's the parasympathetic nervous system okay so doing seven seconds of inhale 11 seconds exhale allow yourself to learn breathing or there's even the heart math institute they talk heart mind institute or heart math i don't remember but the focusing on the heart and bringing your heart and mind to silence if you want for a minute or two there's also music that are in specific Hertz there are many elements that you can do to bring your body to a suit state as you're in that you can then begin to think because that's when you know you'll have enough clarity to start evaluating what was taking place with your emotional response this is just in general so the minute you start doing this is the minute you are working with body heart and mind and you choose obviously what do you want to react how do you want to behave which is why it's about disengaging from those feelings that are in suffering and allowing yourself to navigate them this doesn't mean you don't allow yourself to acknowledge i'm rejected i'm hurt i'm upset it's about you acknowledging all and staying in neutrality and so not pointing a finger and and staying in suffering and really once you realize that you're always following your path because your body has always had the best interest of you in mind is the minute you're going to stop holding things against yourself and remembering the different ages and the maturing and all of the things we've talked about the things that call to you are part of you for a reason you don't have to um, give them the right or wrong they are there get to know them first you'll only get to know them if you're actually allowing yourself to sit with those different emotions not therefore in one emotion and not in another from neutrality and that's why it's the flow state and then you get to pure towel with love and then ultimate consciousness enlightenment enlightenment the human way achieving this is simple it's you being able to sit in transcendent function and explore your emotions and my mom says you say simple it's not simple it's simple for you it's a concept it's simple for me because i've always chosen unconditional love there's very unconditional love that means for everyone i've always chosen zero i'm not one up i'm not one down i'm zero you're zero but it's not because we're not anything what i mean by that is we both exist so we both have a voice and we both can share and to this person the way they were wording it was i'm still not over this or it was i uh, how am i supposed to feel of course i'm upset it was something along those lines a person who's empowered would be expressing that differently with wow that really took me you know by surprise because i thought i would be the one that would be married to them but I'm happy for them or anyways they are happy. Obviously, you know, it wasn't meant to be or for them. This is where free will, guys. People choose. It takes two to tango, not one. The one individual with the twin flame, they could switch around, their back and forth and just commit to understanding. They've made a choice that's not them. Now they can work with the hurt and the connection because it's a strong connection and do this every day to the best of their ability until they come to place of being at peace and actually happy for the person even though they can see that they're not leading their ultimate life like my one friend who again i use as an example because i know they're in a specific space and they're not sharing with me but i know that they want to be there because they've spelled it out to me this is where i want to be i don't want to expand consciously i don't want that I refuse this intuition that I'm picking up on. I don't want it. They're scared of it. They already feel different. And that's, in fact, exactly why they probably don't want to talk to me for a bit. They're going through some stuff that they want to work through on their own because they're not here to hear about the expanded consciousness version. They don't want that. And they don't need the symptom relief. They're very strong and ownership person the same way they made the choice of not expanding their consciousness they also willingly choose how to handle everything so they don't need in fact they're friends for reason we don't need each other we support and give each other support in the best way possible by unconditionally loving each other which is where i'm gonna leave this i hope it helped you all with this uh, lovely lovely um calling that we get to experience in different ways no matter what that age is you can always get to the depths of the calling finding it is simple because it's you finding those things that mean and when i say simple remember we're not using labels so it's not about lawyer not lawyer doctor not doctor it's about you pinpointing where you get very involved emotionally and then allowing yourself the time to process explore and and not give yourself an end game follow the heart and the thoughts do the smart baby steps is what's best and when you're in like one foot here one foot there allow yourself to evaluate the fear where is it where's the hurt because that's the only reason and then remember that the unknown will always be so if you're focusing on the outcome you're not transcending the fear element because you can't know the outcome you have to do it you have to take action and then you'll find out if there will be acceptance or if there won't be if it'll become if it won't be Once you've tried it all, that's when you know, okay, I did everything I could. Nothing is, you know, and that, like when it comes to people, for example, is very, there's a very simple indication once you've tried it all that there's not the continuation. The same thing for a job, like with the UN, I had done everything I needed to do. And I realized, okay, I did everything, everything. There's not one inch left for me to do. I know this. and here's the minute i had my aha moment it's very different when you're doing societal engagement by the way when you're following your heart you don't ever have doubt with people or or work or anything you know what's yours this is why i was saying i believe both in fate and destiny but it isn't set in stone because there are things that must be done if you will but it isn't in a way that you have to either it's amazing once you i don't know about you guys but when i got clear on that i was like wow that infinite spiral you know the eight is that's all i can think of because it really is an infinite but it's always expanding once you are not afraid of it and not being afraid of it is because you have found your calling and you're following it and it isn't something that looks like something it's your actual heart the ego self it's you with your virtues your vices and the people that are in your life it's you being able to take moments of hurt and make the best of it not because you're thinking positively because you're actually working with the unconditional love for you and others you're working with compassion and neutrality you're in 5d you're in the expanded consciousness in that enlightenment and so you're always able to go to neutrality and into transcendent function and explore duality and move on with that piece of information and more and the way you express anything you're experiencing it is in a way of i know that this is you know taking this emotional uh toll or not toll as if it's tolling you but this emotional situation is what's happening these are my contemplations this is what i know i can do so here you're thinking but you're not feeling as if you're overthinking because you're not in suffering you're actually evaluating everything that is yours body heart and mind from that place of what means something to you that much and you're not doubting the ego self you're in impartiality and you're evaluating and simply doing what you can okay so what are my actions today what can i do and you move forward looking forward to your thoughts and experiences calling in or leave a voice message on anchor and we'll be back again with another episode